Welcome back to the Dad in a Rock podcast. It's our Christmas special throwdown draft. This is Sean. And this is Chris. We are back here again. It's a special edition, special episode of, I guess, both High Voltage and the uh, audio podcast. How's it going? Oh, dude, I've been looking forward to this since we've been talking about it. Yeah. Uh, after after last year's fun, uh, switching it up, you know, me getting the win. Let's see if right. you can uh, you redeem yourself here. <laughs> you know, I had to listen to last year's episode just to remember who picked what between us, uh, between Home Alone and Christmas Vacation. And yeah, I picked Home Alone and you picked Christmas Vacation. Um, well, Vacation rightfully so won that one. <laughs> yeah, you won. So that means I get to go first with our draft this year. Yeah, I'm the defending champion, so uh, <laughs> you pick. I can't wait to get into this. I teased him a little earlier. I'm not going conventional on this. Uh, to let you guys kind of know what we're talking about here, we're doing Christmas TV specials. So yes. like your Rudolphs, your Frosties, anything that's aired on TV. Uh, we're going to go down the line. We're each going to pick four and uh, kind of have your classic draft, and then we're going to put them up on Twitter for everyone to vote. So once we pick them, it's in your hands. That's pretty much how we're going to do it. <laughs> You've already warned me that you're uh, you're going to throw me for a loop. You're going to throw me some curveballs here with your picks. I'm going for the win, so I'm going for beloved traditional classics. Boo. Can't wait to see what turkey you're going to bring to the table. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but before we really get started here, um, I went ahead and put up a poll on Twitter because I went ahead and put my lights on my house. You sent me a picture. You went ahead and did the same. Now, you went one step further, I think. I think yours are lit. Am I wrong with that? They are, yeah. I got them on a timer to where they come on at dusk. Yep. Okay. So yours are lit. Mine are not, but I've had mine up on my house longer. So I went out there and I was like, okay, thoughts on outdoor Christmas lights and when should they be lit? Figuring this, you know, this is usually a divisive topic. You know, people like either light them at Christmas, they they shut off at Christmas Day, they turn on after Thanksgiving. So I was like, okay. So I went, no exceptions after Thanksgiving. I went, it's 2020, so anytime. Okay. And then the other one I put before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we had we had quite a bit of people vote on this one. It was pretty cool. We had 41 people come out. And so I figured that's a, that's a big enough sample size. And it's 2020, so anytime one. 51% of the vote actually went ahead and said, it's 2020. I don't care. Just light them. We need, some, <laughs> we, we need a smile. We need some type of happiness in this world right now. Yeah. That's how I feel. That's how I felt when I put them up uh, the other week. So my old house, we didn't have outdoor lighting. I didn't really have the chance to put up Christmas lights, and it was always kind of a bummer each and every year. But this is the uh, time where I, I would get to do it, and I couldn't wait to get out there and, and just wrapping lights around the, my bushes. And, <laughs> and it man, they're bright, too. I don't know what it is, but, like, I don't know if it's because they're, like, LED or they even set on the box, I think, extra bright, and they're it's like a beacon. Yeah, no, it's I'm the same way. Typically, and right now, they're still not lit. I'm struggling with I want to light them. Yeah. But uh, I have a snowman I want to put out there, and I have an Olaf-like uh, inflatable. Yeah. So I want to do that, but we have some weather coming in tomorrow. And maybe a Thanksgiving Day thing for me. Yeah. To go ahead and finish out the front yard. Once I have it all finished, I think it's that's when I'll go ahead and uh, I'll light it. But right now, I'm not going to. But, I mean, there was even some people, we had 12% that were like, before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I guess it's like, they're going to light it before Thanksgiving regardless. Yeah. Your right mom's on. a before Thanksgiving person. 
That's right. Yeah, so you know where I got it from. Uh, we get festive. I used to grow up with uh, going to our aunt's house for Thanksgiving, and they would already have the tree up, and they would have uh, Christmas decorations up. It, it was like growing up for me as a kid, having Christmas decorations up and playing Christmas music was actually like just a part of Thanksgiving. <laughs> so yeah. it's I, I don't find it weird. So I think it's an East Coast thing, because my mom would eat dinner, yeah. and then the tree would go up. Right. So before the end of the evening, the tree and everything up and, you know, the transition to Christmas happens before, you know, you even go to bed on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of people out there that do not feel that way at all. There's a lot of people out there that don't really care for Christmas. They almost feel like it's some sort of like weird, uh, grueling necessity that they have to go through <laughs> each and every year. But I love it. I enjoy Christmas. So the quicker I can bring it on, the better. If I had it in me and we decorate the house enough, we're well past this with the kids. Uh, I would have liked to had the tree put up Christmas Eve mm. and have it all one big thing then. But that's an old school tradition. Yeah, we're we're way past that. I like looking at it, I like the smell of the work. We cut down our own tree most of the time. Yeah. So I like, you know, that whole process, the whole deal. Plus, I like to enjoy the Christmas festivities and the decorations before Christmas as opposed to afterwards. Because by the time, honestly, by the time December 26th, hits i'm like ready to start packing stuff up some yeah. people just leave it up you know for weeks at a time after new year's into january i'm not like that i like to have it you know my window before into november and all throughout december and then once christmas is done i'm done with it <laughs> yeah i'm about done typically right at that the 26 now the tree typically stays up yeah until afterwards but i'm done if it's real i mean it's We've come to the point where some of those real trees, no matter how well you water them, they are pretty much shot. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, but this poll here was awesome. I mean, no exceptions, 37%. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, we this right here is a good indication of what we're going to be doing later. With putting things up there, seeing that people are going to interact with us, which is awesome. It's going to make sure everything is tagged properly Yeah, uh, within the Twitterverse to get it out there. Yeah, we definitely need to test these polls, make sure these polls are accurate. No uh, no faulty polls here. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> All the exit polls must be correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty fun. But let's go ahead and jump into this. You want to go ahead and roll into our draft here? Oh, boy. I am ready. And I bet you could guess what my number one pick is. You're probably going Charlie Brown. Yeah. The Peanuts Charlie Brown Christmas special. You're darn right. That's a, that's a safe bet, seeing that there was so many complaints that they took it off that they put it back on. Yeah. Uh, we live in a world right now, if you complain loud enough, people, you know, public figures will cave on you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a classic. Everybody knows it. It's probably the one of the more famous Charlie Brown productions these days anyway. I think the one of the first thoughts you think about when you think about the Peanuts anymore is, you know, that special and the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. And, you know, you just tell somebody Charlie Brown Christmas tree. They know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> they didn't even need to uh, watch the special at all. They, they can figure out that you mean the measly little wimpy tree that he had in the special. So um, and it's short. It's short and sweet. It's been on for years and years. I think it uh, premiered in like the late 60s. So, yeah, uh, it for a, it's definitely number one draft pick worthy, I think. I think so. Yeah. But I also think with us getting older, it is starting to fade amongst the younger generations. Yeah, I think so, too. Yep. They're they're not watching it as much or they don't know it. Or, you know, their, their parents didn't grow up with it. So if their parents didn't grow up with you, they don't have the ability to pass it on. Right. I'm going to go ahead with my first pick here. I, I can't wait to see your reaction. I'm going with ABC's Prep and Landing. Oh, okay. 
the, the combo. So there's two of them. Yeah. But I'm going to go with it as one show. Prep and Landing. So that's a newer one. That came out uh, what year? Do you know? been about five or six years now. So they've got two episodes. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they're going to continuously run with new ones, but it's about, yeah, two elves. Mm-hmm. You know, that prepped houses for Santa, you know, going ahead and landing on her and giving the gifts and everything. And then one becomes bad and gets upset when you know, in another episode. So it's it's becoming a classic in my house. It's a must watch every year for us. Yeah, we're going through the whole gamut here of specials. You got mine from 1965 and with the crude <laughs> uh, Charles Schultz animation all the way up to Prep and Landing, which is like high quality uh, CG. I mean, they could have released that in theaters, honestly. And I, I don't know if there's a story where they intended to. And it just got cut down to be a Christmas special. But it's, I mean, it's high quality animation, CG. Yeah, it's a really fun one. And I think it's on uh, Disney Plus, too, for us. Mm. So we can actually just go over there and not have to worry about waiting for it to run on ABC and you know, check it out there. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's two quick and easy ones. Well, not easy. Your uh, your response wasn't as dramatic as I thought it was going to be. You gave me a big smile. No, well, I see what you're going for there, and I think there probably are a lot of fans these days of prep and landing. Much younger, much a new, um, a newer generation. <laughs> I'm going with the classics, my friend. You're going classic. You're going. You're going our age or older. And the extremely funny thing about that is, yeah, Janessa is our age, but she didn't grow up on these. Oh, so. It's it's hit or miss. I got to think about this Twitter crowd. Whoever's going to be voting on our polls, like who the heck those people are. <laughs> think about it. A lot of the, our Twitter crowd are, are other podcasts. Yeah. And some and the majority, a lot of these podcasts actually have kids. So they're they're actually watching. Good chance they're watching both. Right. So let, let's see where this goes. All right. My number one is a prep and landing. That's against your Charlie Brown. I'm going with my number two draft pick. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Rudolph. of course. It's gotta be. You're going right down what I expected. I wrote down your picks <laughs> on top of a piece of paper. I knew exactly what you were going with. Well, it's, you're going to leave it open. I mean, you picked prep and landing. You could have grabbed Rudolph, but you didn't. You're going a different direction. Hey, I'm yeah, fine I'm, with it. I'm going with analytics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing money ball with I'm draft. going with tried and true, my friend. 1964, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was a staple with my mother growing up. She she can't go a year without watching it. I think it's prime time for a... Uh, a redo or a remake, I think. You know, they they do these things anyway, and you know the claymation style is uh, it's kind of synonymous with the Christmas special, and it was well done back in the day. But I mean, you can do so much more these days. It, oh, don't touch it! You say don't touch I'm it. I'm on the mindset. Don't touch it. The claymation. There's the the claymation Christmas, which isn't on my list. I don't think it's on even on your radar. But it's with the uh, the raisins and everything. Oh, California it, raisin Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's hard to find even on YouTube anymore. But uh. It's, that's another one. I don't want that. I wouldn't like that touched either. Mm. Leave it be. It's 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 one of those just classics. All right. So that being said, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you could probably understand why the heck I would pick that one. That's another one that is beloved, well known, and a uh, a must for a lot of people out there. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it fares here in the throwdown. <laughs> what about your uh, number two draft pick? My number two is Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Oh dang! Okay, okay. So it's that, really gonna be like old school versus new school, isn't it? Yeah, then th- that one's a heavy hitter. That is that one. That, that one. That one's a pretty heavy hitter. I would have picked so. that one myself, honestly. It's become a yearly tradition for us to watch that one since it came out a couple years back. Yeah, and it's really once again really really well done. I mean the the music in it, everything in this. I mean, yeah, it was in the theater, 
before a movie. I don't remember the movie it was before. People griped about how long it was. <laughs> I, I, I can absolutely see that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, you go to the theater, you buy a ticket for Coco, and uh, when you're leading up to, to view Coco, you watch an entire a Christmas special, basically. It's a half hour. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. People were just wanting to see the movie. I mean, once it was released on home video, you know, it's kind of it grown in popularity from there. And I think it's cute. I mean, Olaf, he, he does his thing, and it's, you know, it's not too long to where it becomes overly annoying. It's just the right amount of annoying from Olaf uh, <laughs> yeah. to get you through. And there's good songs in it, too. Yeah. And there's the message behind them trying to find a, you know, a tradition for the, you know, for the sisters who really don't have any. Right. And they find out that he is actually their Christmas tradition. So ringing the bell and everything. I can, I, I hear the song in my head already because Skylar is, you know, watches that one almost year round with her other two Frozen movies. Yeah. So it's not just synonymous with Christmas for us, but I'm only going to really pay attention to that time of year. <laughs> well, I tip my Santa's cap to you, sir. I tip my hat to you because that was a good pick that's one that i probably would have went with too nice okay okay so what, what's number three here my number three pick we're already here at number three three out of wow. four um i'm going with mickey's christmas carol Ooh. 1983 off script that's not what i expected no and so it's a little bit newer it's still old school man it's still 1983 well, it's yeah it's mickey mouse and of course, it's the the perfect casting. It's Scrooge McDuck as well, Ebenezer Scrooge, <laughs> his well, namesake, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, it's just I've actually watched it uh, last year, and it holds up. The, it's classic Disney animation. It's pencil drawn. It's uh, it's beautifully animated. You've got all the classic characters in there. You got Goofy as um, the the ghost of uh, Christmas Past. It was either Past or he was the ghost of Marley. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, it's just, you know, it's the Disney-fied version of uh, the classic Christmas Carol that I love. I even uh, brought up Scrooged last year during our Christmas movie throwdown. <laughs> yeah. um, so I just love the story itself of A Christmas Carol. And I think this is a pretty, um, even though it's a family-friendly edition, it's one of the editions that were kind of most successfully done. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, that's a good one. I didn't foresee that one coming. I figured there was a couple more heavy hitters that you would go for uh, before that one. Well, okay, let's, let's see. What was my number three? Okay, my number three here is the Toy Story Christmas special. Okay, yeah. What's uh, what's the plot of that one? I forget. Uh, basically, there's a bunch of new toys that are were picked up by a, uh, the little girl's friend. Yeah. So Buzz, Rex, uh, Woody, I think Porcupine. They all wind up at another house. Mm -hmm. And the little boy actually got a video game system as well. So he's in there playing the video games. And then she goes in there to play the video games. And he got this big, like, full expansion pack of these dinosaurs that are like warriors. And they don't know their toys. Oh, wow. So they're going through the Buzz Lightyear thing almost. And they're being, like, getting ready to be sacrificed to this, like, big creature. And they got to fight it off. And it's pretty fun. It's definitely a Toy Story story, which uh, it's fitting for the holidays. Yeah, I enjoy the uh, Toy Story shorts they've produced over the years quite a bit. I mean, Toy Story, we're actually on the 25th. Yeah, we're on the, we passing this year. It's the 25th anniversary of Toy Story came out in 1995. One of the, if not the most uh, important, influential 
animated films to ever be made. It's kind of the basis of what all animated films are now with the introduction of CG. And just, you know, throughout those 25 years, they've not only put out four feature films, but a lot of these, like, specials, like, I think there's a Halloween special, there's, yeah. a, like, the Christmas special that you mentioned, and they're all fun, they're all incredibly well done, you know, the characters that you love from the movies, so um, I could, that's a good I, choice, I like that one. I think they put the nail in it, though, with the last movie, mm, with, yeah. with Buzz Dang Will Bo Peep. yeah. I think that we've seen the end of the franchise when it comes to the movies and the specials. So what's made is made, and I don't see them going, you know, beyond because then they're going to have to break the whole, you know, why is Woody back with everybody and do the exp- explanation? And in thirty minutes, you don't have the time for that. Right. Okay, sir. Well, what is your fourth here? Okay. So, all right. I think I'm, I'm giving you some liberties. With my picks, it's giving you a little bit of freedom to kind of go off off script for you. It really is. So it's like in my head I'm weighing in some different options here. Of course there's going to be some heavy hitters. There's going to be, of course, there's a Frosty left. There's, you know, all sorts of Christmas specials that fit in that old school claymation style. I'm actually going to pull one out here that I think is sort of a dark horse, but it's a favorite. People who love this one love this one okay and it's related to muppets i'm gonna go with emmett otter's jug band christmas which is a uh it's kind of tied to the muppets and it's produced by frank oz jim henson it was made back in 1977 so it's uh basically right in our age bracket here i don't know you know it's a weird one for me it's my number four pick so it's (laughs) But it's really the only thing Emmett Otter is known there's for. There's my crack. It, it, that's Muppets. where I'm going to get in this. That's where I'm going to I'm gonna break in. Em, yeah. Emmett Otter is going to be my crack in your uh, your classic shield. <laughs> this this might be, yeah, this might be. It's going to go either way for me. Either It's going to fall completely flat or be a dark horse for me. Uh, but I worked with a guy for, for a few years, uh, a guy named Eric, and... God, every Christmas he would play this up in the um, you know the TVs at Suncoast Video when we worked there. Uh, he just adored it. So um, I couldn't, you know. There's there's the there was a Muppet Christmas special, um, but I don't know. This one just has a bit more uh, of a cult following, I think. So I went with it. Dude, I'm not aware of this cult because I don't know if I've ever seen this. <laughs> <laughs> My last one here, uh, and for me, it was a toss-up. I was like, okay, which one am I leaving off the list? But I decided to go with Elf on a Shelf. Mm, okay. It, so what did they make in, like, a traditional 2D animated or 3D animated film for that? It's a traditional 3D, just like the rest of them. Have you not seen Elf on the Shelf uh, TV show? No, I haven't seen okay, it. Okay, yeah, it, nope. it explains the whole Elf on the Shelf, how he's delivered. He goes to, like, a family. The little boy doesn't believe. Uh, Santa tasks him to go ahead and get him to believe. And then he struggles with it. And then he, it all comes full circle. But it's it's a it's another really, really good one. And if, we, if do you guys do the Elf on the Shelf? Um, I don't know if uh, that would be fun in my house, cleaning up after the prank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, our Elf buddy uh, shows up. And he just kind of does his thing, and he comes about a week early. Uh, and it's fun. I mean, he, he came a, a, about a month out the first time he showed up, and it, it was too much. So yeah. he just he was getting into everything. So we, we talked to him. We talked to uh, the elf. And, and, you know, I sent him back with a letter to Santa. I said, you know what? He's got to come about a week prior. It's a little much for the family. <laughs> yeah, it's too much for our family. We don't need uh, elves creating havoc <laughs> uh, at our house. But, uh I left off the one that's my like honorable mention on my little list here. Yeah, Shrek the Halls. 
Oh, okay. Shrek the Halls, yeah. So I figured which one would be more appropriate, you know, for that that fourth spot. But I figured, you know, that's the Shrek the Halls is more me. Right. But Elf on the Shelf is more the family. All right. So we've gone through all four rounds here. And of course, I didn't write any of these down like I thought I was going to. Uh, so my first pick, of course, was Charlie Brown Christmas Special. Yes. And what was your number one pick again? Prep and Landing. Uh, my number two was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And your number two was? Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Uh, round three, my pick was uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. How about you? Uh, it was Toy Story. Toy Story. A lot of Disney. Disney Pixar represent. Um, and then finally, God, I'm regretting <laughs> this one. Emmett Otter's Junkyard Band. <laughs> junk band There's the bump, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you even know who the hell that is. I really don't, honestly. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> okay, and your number four pick was? It was Elf on the Shelf. Okay, so this is a pretty varied list here. We've got some, you know, classics, some heavy hitters. I'm thinking they're going to last through, you know, towards the the end of this thing. But we got some real kind of (laughs) oddball specials in here, too, that, you know, may have followings in and of themselves. They may be, you know, recent additions or ones that uh, people kind of grew up on that weren't the most popular. Uh, so we'll see how this thing shakes out with the uh, the Twitter audience here. Dude, you left Frosty and the Grinch on the table. I did. I did. Yeah. They were two. I figured you were going to go right down it. I thought you were going to go Charlie Brown, Rudolph, Frosty, the Grinch. I was. I, I even wrote them down. I was like, yep, they're, they're his picks. Because I'm going to leave them there. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to attempt to get them. Well, I uh, shook it up here just like you did a little bit halfway through. Since you, you know, freed freed it up for me to make different decisions, that's what I uh, I felt the freedom to <laughs> go different directions. When you knew I wasn't going the route that you thought I may go, you're like, okay, yeah. hold on, I, I have other options now. Yeah, so this is cool. This is kind of a old school specials versus some new school specials. Uh, some really oddball choices uh, versus some uh, you Hold know on, no, classics. There's, there's one oddball choice, and that's Emmett Otter. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh, that's uh, hilarious. But that's gonna do it for our uh, our draft this year, 2020 edition of the Christmas Throwdown. Like I said, <laughs> I'm, you know, this is becoming a quickly becoming a Dadnarok uh, holiday tradition here. So let's explain to folks a little bit how this is going to work for the next few weeks. Okay, so you need to follow us on Twitter. Reason being is Facebook has removed the polls. Uh, we did it on Facebook last year. And, uh, well, because I guess the environment, they decided to take that off their platform. So everything's going to be over there. Uh, you just got to go ahead and search Dad in Iraq. Uh, what I may do as well is go on our you know, Facebook page and put the link over to it. I don't know if you'll be able to vote without an account or not. That may be the biggest hurdle for people that don't have a, t- a Twitter account. Right. Vote there, and then we will share. So this week, I'm going to put up uh, all four, and then we'll come back next week with the results. And we're going to go all the way through basically the, la- the 20th, I think, is the last uh, recording day before uh, Christmas. Let you know who uh, who came out on top. If my crazy money ball strategy... <laughs> Blew up my face, or, uh, you know, I became the Oakland A's. <laughs> yeah, so I guess let's go ahead and, and figure out and announce what these first matchups are going to be here with uh, round one over the next week. So it's going to be my Charlie Brown Christmas special versus your Elf on the Shelf. Yes. And then we're also going to have your Prep and Landing versus Emmett Otter. Oh, yeah, there's there's, there's a win. There's, there's a yeah. Prep and Landing winning right there. <laughs> I got one in the book. 
We've got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer versus the Toy Story holiday Ooh, special. Oh, that's that maybe that may be more interesting. That, that's going to these two and threes are usually more interesting, right? Yeah, that's going to be tight. It's going to be more about you know who grew up on Toy Story. Yeah, and their family didn't really grow up on the Rudolph. Absolutely, and this might be actually the the match of the week. I think I'm looking forward to this one here. Olaf versus Mickey's Christmas Carol. I, I, that's a toss up for me. I, yeah, I don't know. There may be people know. that have never seen Mickey's Christmas Carol, so they may not even put that in consideration. And or there's the folks one. that went to go see Coco and got so mad about the Olaf special that they never checked it out afterwards. <laughs> there, there's also that possibility. <laughs> yeah, I, there, this is gonna be it's gonna be a good time. I, I love this. I love getting out there and start campaigning. <laughs> start campaigning for my yeah. Life. You started doing that last year. <laughs> I, I thought we were dirty. just gonna have friendly matches here, and you started smack talking throughout the week. <laughs> I started getting. I started playing dirty with it. That sounds great. <laughs> sure did. I can't wait to see the difference between our votes on Facebook and. Our our votes on Twitter. You know, it's been a year since we've done this. We've grown our audience. When we did this this time last year on Facebook, you know, we got maybe uh, 12 to 15 to 20 votes maybe on each of these matchups. But now we're going on Twitter. We're, we have how many following followers on Twitter now? Uh, we have over 1,300 on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so a larger audience, hopefully a larger vote count, and we'll see how this shakes out. Yeah. It's, I mean, even in this just little poll I put out there today or this past week uh, with the you know Christmas lights mm-hmm. and, you know, we got 40, 43 votes on that. But uh, I mean, that that's pretty much you know, what we got going on there. We have what Thanksgiving come up here a few days. We do Thanksgiving. It's uh, we're recording just a couple days before. And yeah, what do you expect to be doing in this weird uh, holiday, this weird 2020 we are, I'm going to start peeling potatoes on Wednesday and we are staying at home. We have a turkey. We have basically, Janessa's like, okay, what am I going to make? What are we yeah. making? I, I don't want to be eating on this for two weeks. <laughs> 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 but uh, it's it's been a back and forth, like mixing traditions, like what she wants. She loves green bean casserole. I think it's just the nastiest thing I've ever you know, put in my mouth. Really? Oh, I can't. I like green bean casserole. Oh, I think it's it's terrible. But the kids won't eat it either. So she's like, why am I going to make this if I'm going to be the only one to eat it? That's true. So, I mean, that's probably not going to make the cut. But I, I convinced her that if I do all the legwork, if I peel the potatoes, if I chop them up, I boil them, basically everything besides put it together, will, will you do the potato salad for me? Because that's as Thanksgiving to me as any, as as even as much as a turkey. So potato salad over mashed potatoes. She wants mashed potatoes, so we're probably going to do both. I, you guys are going to have both potato salad and mashed potatoes at your Thanksgiving dinner. Because I won't eat mashed potatoes. Really? I'm not I didn't a, know that about you. I'm not a huge mashed potato person. Like, on Thanksgiving, okay. I'll put it on my plate. Yeah. But if I'm going to, like, pass over something because I'm getting full, I'm passing the mash. <laughs> okay. I'll go to That's the, a staple for mine. I got to have it. I'll go to the stuffing or I'll go to the, you know, the deviled eggs. Yeah, deviled or, eggs. You know, yep. the beans or potato salad or the dinner rolls, you know, the turkey slathered in mustard. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know I'm a weirdo with a mustard. But. Yeah, that is strange. I've heard ham with mustard, but never turkey with mustard on it. Oh, I always have turkey or mustard with my turkey and ham, but yeah. nevertheless. So my mom, she makes ham traditionally for Thanksgiving, but more of a Christmas thing. And she makes this uh, gravy out of the ham juices. 
<laughs> that I've loved and adored since I was a kid. But yeah, we're having kind of the traditional spread here. We're going to have a small gathering. It's going to be less than 10 people. Uh, honestly, it may be, end up being less than uh, five people altogether um, over here. But we're doing the sweet potato casserole. We're doing, you know, biscuits, the turkey, mashed potatoes, uh, macaroni and cheese. My, my wife's macaroni and cheese, her recipe, it's baked. Gosh, and I forget what else. And of course, my jellied cranberry sauce that looks like the can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got that. We actually, Janessa found something that you can go ahead and get like a free Thanksgiving meal through Kroger. Oh, yeah? So she got like everything, and then it only cost like four bucks or something down those lines. Wow. Like with rebates and everything. And yeah. The the jarred, you know, canned cranberry sauce was a part of it. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Some people uh, look at me cross-eyed when I mention how much I love it. I don't like like clumpy cranberry sauce. I just don't. Yeah. So the can would be the way I love the taste of cranberries. Like I'll I'll eat cranberry smoothies. I make them. I'll be do. I'll do. I like the, I like the tart. Yeah. But I, I've never been brave enough or like stepped into that world of the actual cranberry sauce. But uh, you said you're having a little gathering at your house. Yeah. So I understand you guys are just basically doing you you guys and uh, we live with our aunt Deanna. She's going to have one of her two boys coming over. One canceled on us and her mom, basically just a handful. I mean, you know, five or six people. We're going to be wearing masks, too, um, just to be uh, extra safe. Yeah, it's going to be nice. It's, it's going to be a nice day. We're going to start it out with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which I am yeah. thankful for this year that it's even happening. That's gonna be um, awesome. Yeah, they're doing it. They're doing it with no crowd. But yeah. if you watch, I, I think that's when I'll just go ahead and give up and watch the NBC broadcast because yeah. they have that right in front of the store. You never right. see the crowd then anyway, and you get everything you know from at the get go. So it's kind of like a football game. Yeah, you don't pay attention to the crowd anyway. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're still going to see you know big balloons, floats, and and Santa at the end of the parade. So uh, I'll be watching. That's a must start. Yeah, that's that's the way you have to start today. And soon that I'm going to have some type of say in dinner, and I'm going to have to help. Uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and you know get into it and be up early. Usually I'm not up that early on Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. I, oh, I definitely record it because I fast forward through a lot of it. <laughs> oh, really? Of uh, the parade? Yeah. Well, you can't record it this year. How are you going to record it? You don't have a DVR. I I record stuff. I don't. What do you think? I need a physical DVR box to watch <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah, you're it's all in the cloud, cloud baby. Yeah, yeah, club. Yeah, I mean, there's that. There's football. Did you hear about the, uh, the 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 big game that's supposed to play? The one that's between Baltimore and Pittsburgh. No. Baltimore has ten positive cases on it right now. Oh wow, I had not heard that. And it is both of their key running backs, amongst other players and staff. No kidding. So right now, the NFL is intending on moving forward with this game. Wow. But they said if there are more positive cases, they may be forced into moving the game. No kidding. Well, so far, I mean, what, I, what I've been like kind of watching, you know, watching ESPN's talking heads, uh, they, they expect the NFL to move forward and play mm. the game. Yeah. Because of all the eyes and the day and the time slot and the money behind it. Right. Uh you know, to hell with health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see him doing that. Yeah, a lot of people feel that way. You know, they, they read all the news articles here recently. Hey, we got three vaccines on the way. We're good. Uh, when really we're still in the midst of it. We're still in the throes of it. It's going to be a while before yet. us Joe Schmoes see any of those. Yeah, so uh, we'll just see how it goes. We'll wait and see, just like everything else. So are, are you guys a dog show family? Absolutely not. I, you guys are. I've no, I'm not. Watch the dog show. I despise that show. <laughs> I cannot stand it. It's Janessa's family that loves it. 
and it comes on when one of the football games comes on. It is an argument I have every year. I do not want to see these pampered mutts, <laughs> you know, trounced around, you know, the, the stage. And I know they're not mutts. They're the most pure. They're pure bred than I am. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. So the pandemic has not canceled the uh, dog show. As far as I know, it's not. I mean, they'll put little freaking masks on their things and they'll walk around panting. Oh, man. It's, yes. Definitely not. It's Thanksgiving. It's football. That is absolutely correct. No matter how <laughs> bad the games are going to be, I think we're going to get you know Dallas and Washington. That is putrid. Oh, God. I mean, that oh, is gonna a... make me throw up my turkey. Oh, it's so bad. But you know what? I am going to watch that over those damn dogs. <laughs> Well, it's going to, regardless, you know, it sounds like both of us are going to be uh, trying to keep whatever traditions that we can that we typically have Thanksgiving year to year and uh, do our best to keep those traditions alive for the kids, especially, um, you know, with the parade and the food and, you know, the limited amount of uh, family. And um, are you going to be uh, reaching out, maybe FaceTiming some some family during the day? Yeah, there's a, uh, a Genesis family actually set up like a Zoom call. So oh, cool. I was trying to figure out how to get my like my webcam set up to the TV because it has a USB yeah. on it. It won't access it. So yeah. So the one won't. So I'm gonna try the Samsung to see if I can actually do something with that one. If not, I've got to finagle something, or we all just come back here, right? And just kind of do it on the computer back here. Since I mean, it's it's already set up for it, and you know I can unplug a few things and kind of just make this work uh, for what we're looking to do. But yeah, that's what we're looking to do. I mean, nothing nothing fantastic, nothing that's uh big. Jimmy's family is celebrating Thanksgiving on Saturday, which is a good thing. Yeah, if you have to work around like work schedules or something, or um, I know uh, my wife's mother, my mother-in-law is having a little get together Saturday too. Uh, I think Jerry's still out if we're heading up that way. It, it's it's funny this holiday, you know, this extended four-day weekend. Everybody, it's kind of like the Fourth of July where you know you have different uh, cookouts to go to, and you just <laughs> fill up on burgers and dogs. This is just like filling up on. Uh, different forms of potatoes and turkey. Oh, last and... year I had two meals. I had a lunch and a dinner. Yeah. Oh, it was much. And honestly, if we were uh, if we were going out, we, actually we were supposed to be in Virginia this year, mm-hmm. but uh, I didn't feel comfortable traveling. Yeah. And Janessa really didn't either, so we came to an agreement that we weren't uh, traveling down there for it. But yeah, it's it would have been a big meal. And yeah. I'm just, man, it's just, it's a lot. It's when you just curl up on the couch and you don't make that in your seven o'clock game and pass out. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that feeling. I love the feeling of being full from your Thanksgiving spread and having football on the TV and just relaxing. Dude, I make go stretchy pants all day on uh, Thursday because I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good to me. Well, I, I think that's a good place to go ahead and build that snowman and march ourselves right into that cheesy. Thumpity, thump, thump, thumpity, thump, thump. Oh, there <laughs> you go. The I don't know where you with that. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I have my joke here, and I'm going to go first with it because it's terrible, and I'm tired of the claps. You may laugh at this, though. I think this is right down your line. Okay. So what role does green beans play in a Thanksgiving dinner? Um, I don't know. What role? The Casa role. <laughs> uh, you were right. I did like that one quite a I was bit. Gonna say, that's, that's a joke right down your lane. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, man. Oh, there's another you one haven't I had, didn't. You haven't had crickets in weeks, my friend. Oh, okay. All right. You ready? You're groaning already. <laughs> uh, what kind of music did the pilgrims listen to at the first Thanksgiving feast? What kind of music did they think? Listen, uh, Plymouth Rock. 
Oh, come on, dude. I just guessed. I didn't know it. I swear. <laughs> well, that's it. Plymouth Rock. <laughs> uh. Come up with another one. Go ahead. Find no, that's it. That's the only <laughs> joke you get. There's a rhythm to these things. You're not supposed to actually guess it. You just say, oh, what is it? So I can give the punchline. <laughs> What if you went to go see a stand-up comedian and he's doing jokes, and then you're giving him the you're shouting the punchlines from the audience? <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> oh, I just I just guessed. Oh, I didn't expect to get it right. <laughs> oh man, guys! Uh, but before we end here, man, I just wanted to go ahead and just briefly kind of say, you know what. When, you know, what I'm thankful for this year. It's been a crazy year. I mean, this we've done a lot. We've done, you know, our you know, our podcast that we've been doing here for every year. And then we've actually ventured into our live shows. So I mean, I'm thankful for that. This is what this is what's getting us through, you know, this whole pandemic thing. You know, hanging out, having a good old time, you know, ruining punchlines, guessing jokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's been fun. But uh I, I I'm truly thankful for you guys, you know, showing up watching us, or even just downloading and listening. Like I said, I'm truly thankful for that. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I second that. Thankful for the incredible year we've had trying to grow this podcast, venturing into the video portion of it and fine-tuning the audio portion and uh, just hanging out with you guys. It's been a lot of fun, and we're going to keep on doing it into 2021 for sure. Yeah, this whole thing's going to continue to grow and morph into uh, whatever you want to do and whatever you guys are willing to watch. So Yeah, so go ahead and visit dadnarock.com for all past episodes and links to our social media pages, including YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and others. And join us every Friday, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we discuss The Mandalorian Season 2 on Dadnarock High Voltage, which is our vodcast that we do each and every Friday. So stay tuned for that. Go to YouTube, type in Dadnarok, and uh, it's hard not to find us now. We're all over the place up there. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, I think that's a good place to go ahead and end this draft, and uh, have a good night. See ya.